Welcome back, friends. It's another episode of Spokane Business Insider. I'm your host, Chris Angel, here with our other host, Val Moni. What's up, Val? Hey, Chris. Good to see you in the car today. See you in the car. <laughs> I'm multitasking. You are you are unreasonable in the best sense. Like you are without reasons of showing up. You show up no matter what. I love it. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited. Yes, yes. We have Kelly uh, Higginbotham here today. Hi, Kelly. Good to see you. Hello. I'm really excited to be here and super honored that you asked. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I mean, I think the secret, maybe the secret's not out, but if it, if it's not here, let's, let's put the secret out. Like, I just want to find the people in Spokane who have great energy that want to make the world a better place that can look beyond the transactions of business and get to the impact mm -hmm. of business. And um, so, I mean, here you are, here you are in the conversation. Yes. Yes. Here right. I am. <laughs> yeah, let's see where it goes today. I mean, like maybe we can just start off with, um, you know, what's your heart for people in business? Let's just start there. I My heart is really for moms in business because that's how I entered into business in any business model really, but at, was as a mother. And I know that being a mom is such a huge job. And, and there's always more in side of us, I guess, that that want to come out maybe and want to lead more, do more, have a greater impact beyond the four walls that we get to lead in with the little people in our lives. Um, and so when I got to step into that, it really unlocked a whole new shift for me in what is possible and not just in the world, but even in myself. And I felt like a bigger version of myself was able to mm -hmm. come into that space and using like my own gifts and talents um, and strengths and even then being able to show my kids like this is mom outside of the four walls, you know, and changing diapers and whatever else, like there's more to mom than just that. Um, something that they can aspire to as well. And um, so I want to, I want to create more spaces for moms to be able to unlock that within themselves, whatever that gift, that strength, that calling, that drive, that passion that's in them, giving them some kind of platform to be able to test it out and try it out for themselves. And grow. Yeah. I feel like um, as when I've talked to my wife about mom days, my, my kids are 17 and 19 now, there was a, a good, a good amount of years where it just, she felt like she lost herself. Like it was a, mm -hmm. is this what, is this who I am now? Like, you know, and it's not yeah. like that's wrong, but there just, there was a, a sense of like wanting more and to feel the, who am I part? Not the, not the mom for them part, but the I mean, it sounds like that's sort of what you're, you're touching on, like that there's some other. Yes. Cause it's never, it's never come from a place of like being a mom is terrible and right. this is not a good job. Right. It's more like there is more here that I have to offer and I don't know how to tap into that or where, what to do with that. Yeah. And so it, it showed up for me in all kinds of avenues and smaller leadership roles, um, whether it's small groups or going into the business world and tapping into some of those strengths. But yeah. Learning how to balance that with your kids does take something, but that also showed me that, you know, what was possible and what I was capable of being able to do both well, I think yeah. was a really big win too. Yeah. So I don't think that, I don't, you know, I don't know that that question of who am I leaves us even when we get into business. There's, it's like another, it's like <laughs> the same thing, you know, it's the it same like thing morphs. In context. Yeah. Then you get into business and you're like, well, I'm doing everything everybody tells me to do, but you're still doing it like everybody's telling you to do it. And you're like, how do I want to do it? And I feel like I saw a couple of your posts that sort of spoke to that, like you really finding your your way that you wanted to do what you do. 
Yes. How did you find that? Well, I think that's one of the things that I love about entrepreneurship and the sense of I, I can tailor what I love and who I am to whatever that's going to look like in making money. Right. But also serving people like how it, I, I consider myself very unemployable anymore because I now have my own dreams and I don't know how to go back and work for someone else's dreams. (laughs) Yeah, And so I, um, business model that I chose to work with has really opened some doors, not just in like income potential and like offering new freedoms for our family, but truly I feel like it's been a paid for personal growth journey. Hmm. And like you were just saying, like it is, it's never ending. There's never going to be a finish line. Like I've arrived or now I'm grown, you know, or I've achieved. And so therefore I'm done. Like it's, it's such a, um, it's almost like new levels that are unlocked. You know, you reach that glass ceiling, you know, or that, that lid as John Maxwell talks about. And you're like, something's here. I got, there's some, something new I got to learn about myself or about the world or about other people or something. Mm -hmm. And then you unlock that and it opens up a whole new level of leadership and influence and impact that um, only continues to make more of a difference in the world. So yeah, I've had more access to that, I guess, through, I've been in this industry for seven and a half years or so, almost eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can you Mm -hmm. say what company you work for? Yeah, the company I work for now is the mental wellness company. We're called Amare Global. Okay. And we our our mission is to, at least for me personally, how I've used this is to help moms specifically like regulate their nervous system. And a lot of people don't even know what that means, but basically coming out of the fight or flight state where you're just in survival mode and you're reacting to everything all the time and coming into a more focused state in your frontal cortex there where you're accessing more margin to breathe and think clearly and make conscious decisions about the next choices that you want to make, whether it's in motherhood or business or health, you know, whatever that is. And it kind of gives you more control and ease and calm in your life. Yeah. And we do that um, through all kinds of things. There's a whole mental coaching, mental wellness coaching program. There's um, supplementation that we use probiotics and psychobiotics, nootropics nice. um, that are leading they're uh really innovative products i guess that are making a big difference for people physically which then um creates more impact you know in their life they for me i want people living i want them living their best life and so whatever however they need to get there you know and so if i can make them feel better and help them feel better and help them Mm -hmm. um stay relaxed enough and calm and think clearly enough then they'll be able to live out the life that they've always wanted to live. I, I truly feel like everyone has kind of a purpose, you know, and, a, yeah. and an aligned lane, I guess, that they need to be living in. And if we get hijacked somewhere along the way and we don't get to live that way. And so it, uh, yeah. it messes everything up. Oh. <laughs> so if we yeah. can all stay focused, if we can get clear and go into the purpose that we were designed for, you know, I feel like the world really would be working together better that makes sense. I think both moms and entrepreneurs both are um, subject to adrenal fatigue. There's all kinds of um, exhaustion that's happening from the things we put ourselves through. And our culture doesn't really support it in the sense that it doesn't. I mean, the dominant conversation in, in, I think in our Western culture is hustle, grind, go, go, go. Our worth is in what we produce. And so there's a constant demand for um, us to be on 
And, and yes. yet we don't typically, we're not educated around or have the tools to recover and to uh, get in alignment energetically with ourselves. So yeah. Highly agree. And we don't, no one's giving you or giving ourselves at least like your pods are dying. No one's giving, can you still hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No one's giving us or others permission to take the time to rest or regroup regroup like it's you're almost lazy you know if you do like oh you don't have time for a nap you don't have time for a vacation you know or even while you're on vacation you better be working still because your business is gonna die there's lots of lies in the background that like keep Mm -hmm. us in that hustle culture and that hustle mode and and a lot of people moms and entrepreneurs alike end up burnt out and then we lose the love we lose the passion we lose the luster for what we're doing whether it's motherhood or business um, and then again, that spark dies. And then that's one, one more person that isn't living out, you know, what they're called to do or passionate about doing. And yeah. then that part of the world dies as far as I'm concerned, you yeah. know, like you want to keep those lights on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really responding to, um, the whole flight, uh, fight or flight aspect of what you're describing. It's like, and it, I think the point's already been made, but I just want to add to it and say that uh, fight or flight in the context of doing your business and hustling and grinding and reacting to the things that come up is one thing, but it doesn't make it any easier that the entire world comes across like it's on fire. So where do you find your respite? You know, like, you can't turn on the TV and get respite there. You can't listen to the radio. Everything is promoting fight or flight in one way or the other. And while there's more I could say about that, I just completely love that you're going, that that's the hill you're fighting on, so to speak. It's like giving people access to having some level of peace and respite and being able to make a choice about their life from that place is a huge phenomenal gift. I mean, doesn't it sound good, right? It sounds <laughs> like that's what I'm, we want. And it does take something my, to get there. My mouth is literally watering hearing <laughs> you talk about it. <laughs> it's it is the human condition. Like we are created to work hard. I am not saying that we shouldn't be working hard. That there is a place for that. That also doesn't have to look like burnout. But there's also a place for rest and like really knowing what that is. Like a lot of people will talk about, you know, walking, um, scrolling on your phone, watching Netflix for hours. That is not resting. That is a lie that we tell ourselves and it will not actually bring you rest. I've learned some positive intelligence. I've been certifying myself as a positive intelligence coach also, and um, he, t- he shows simple tools that you can do by like rubbing your fingertips together, um, closing your eyes and like grounding. If you've heard the term grounding, where you're just really present with one of your senses. So whether it's touch, like I feel myself in my seat or I feel my feet on the ground. If it's sound, I hear, you know, the farthest sound, focusing on the farthest sound away, focusing on the closest sound to you, which might even be your breath, focusing on your breath and really listening and feeling that like. Those simple ways um, of using those tools in your senses creates muscle, uh, 
It's like a repetition for your brain, getting out of fight or flight and going to the frontal cortex where you are uh, training your brain to focus because we're, we live in such an over um, stimulated culture and world, especially with our phones and TV and everything. We have all these senses coming at us all the time. We have to turn it off and really focus. Even just two minutes is enough to, to actually bring rest and getting you out of fight or flight so that you can refocus back to what you're doing. It doesn't have to be hours, you know, at a time or anything. Um, but doing that even a few times a day has really been very beneficial. And so I've been practicing that for the last year. And that alone has um, really, I can get into a more focused state a lot faster than I used to. When I first started those um, exercises, I thought they were eternal. I thought two minutes was the longest two minutes of my life. And I could not even... I couldn't focus because my brain, I was in fight or flight all the time. So I was like, wait, nope, I got to do this. Like your list is running in the background. I got things to do with my kid. Oh, my business is going to crash. If I don't hurry up and do this, like you're just, everything's on fire. Like you were saying, you know, the world is on fire, but training my brain, just like when you go to the gym and you're using those reps, it's hard at first. It's the habit isn't there or it's painful. Eventually you're like, oh, these 10 pound weights, these feel pretty good. Okay. Let's go up to 15. Okay. That's kind of hard again, but now it feels good. Like you just build that muscle in your brain. And before you know it, like you, you, your brain is like your most, uh, your mind and your time are like your most valuable assets. And so how can we protect those and utilize them to the best of our ability, I guess the, the best of what we need them for. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do well, you, you're uh, sorry. Sorry, Chris. Um, way to express yourself tells me that you're coming from a relaxed place you have vibrancy in the very core of who you are and it comes out in the way you speak and express yourself thank you because it was not always like that (laughs) (laughs) i really i've thank you that is a gift for you to even see that and tell me that because i know you've known me for a while but it uh I really experienced life that way. Now it is more focused and calm and it, it, things aren't as on fire. Now things do get on fire sometimes, but I actually have the tools now to put the fire out or at least remove myself from the fire, if you will, to continue with the analogy. Um, and so I, I do, I feel more calm, cool and collected, if you will, more focused. Um, and that, that has been such a gift after 43 years of living in fight or flight because of little T traumas, you know, in my childhood and growing up and whatever else, like they just kind of add up after a while. Uh, and so to be in a place where I do have more peace and calm and clarity is something I've always longed for. And absolutely. I want more of that for everyone else in the world, you know? Yeah. How do you, um, you've done, uh, it sounds like a great job of finding who your work is for, who you really want to support and serve. Um, how, how do you find them and how do you invite them? Um, I think I knew I used to actually work with college students before I in more of a ministry than a business. Uh, but when I became a mom, 
like, I think as your seasons of life change, you start to identify with those same people, you know, in that season. So like, I don't talk to college kids anymore. I talk to moms where I find moms used to be at the parks because my kids were young. And so we'd Mm -hmm. go to parks all the time. And then a lot of different moms, mom groups I've been a part of that has helped different school activities, um, staying connected that way. Um, and then I do like to find different networking groups because I want to be around not just any mom, but moms right. that want to make a bigger difference, right? I want to be around moms that are thinking bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the moms that just want to quote unquote, just want to be moms, you know, don't inspire me because I am very inspired and I do learn a lot from them um, because that is a big job. I will never, ever discredit that ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and I also want to learn from other moms that see beyond the 18 years that or more that their kids are going to be at home um, and what that what their influence can look like. Um, because, I mean, I just came back from a trip to Nashville with other top leaders in my company and got to watch one of my friends um, do a training from stage and watched her. I think he's 14 her 14 year old son videotaping her. And I took a picture of him while she was talking and it was like, girl, like your kids are watching. That was the first time that her family was able to see her, you know? And she's like, hopefully now they don't think I'm too cringe anymore. You know, all the language (laughs) that they have now. No. Yeah. But I, I loved that. Um, she got to be a role model, you know, gets to be a role model and show her kids like, this is something bigger than, you know, just us doing trips together. Like this is me making a difference for other moms too. So I meet moms in other groups like that. I meet moms. Um, and that's usually where I'm looking, I guess. Is that what you asked? I'm sorry. Yeah, now I'm Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a two-parter. So, you know, can, can it, it was that, uh, where do you find them? And, and then how do you invite them to check out? Yeah. Like normally. So a lot of that also is social media. I use a lot of social media and I'm, yeah. that skill is always, uh, growing, evolving. Um, and so I'm currently trying to master short form video, uh, just reels, TikTok videos. Um, those things are really where people are, you know, scrolling or something. And so to connect with a mom right away through that, learning the skill of that and speaking to moms that way is another way to find them because they're all over the world. Right. Yeah. And and short form video like reaches your cold market. And you can open up a whole new yeah. world in there and not just the people that you see in Spokane, you know? Right. Well, it, it wasn't really my intention to compliment you all day, but, or through this podcast, but <laughs> I have seen your short term, your short form videos and the same thing holds true. You have voice. It makes me want to listen to you more when you speak. So I imagine TikTok and reels and all that is, is, either has done you well or is about to do you well, because I think you're right on track with what you're supposed to do there. It's coming across. Oh, you know, Val, if you could just follow me around <laughs> you know, or send me recordings every once in a while, nice. that, you sure know how to boost a girl's ego here today. Thank you. Right, welcome to the Spokane Business Insider Podcast, where what we do is build you up for 20 or 30 minutes. Here. This is so great. So good. I appreciate that. Thank you. I do think there's a there's a um a process of going through repetition to find your voice. I mean, I wonder if maybe you just turned your camera on and you just always felt like it was there, but did you go through a how did you get to that spot where you really started to find your voice? 
Oh man. You know, I just told this, I had a slight argument slash conversation with some teenagers in my car on the way to school today Hmm. about success and failure and how failure is not the enemy to success, but actually a very loyal friend Hmm. because no one can get to success without failure. Like they are your buddy and you need to learn how to, the sooner you can make them a friend in your life instead of an enemy, the faster you're going to find success because ain't no one good at riding a bike the first time. We all fall. We all mess up. No one is good at anything the first time that they do it. And so a lot of my coaching and training when I'm taking on new um, business leaders and clients is really teaching them like you do it messy, like B minus work is still going to get results. You show up and not everyone's going to find you right away. And that's okay because by the time they find you, you will be that much further along. I have my business coach that I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, you know, previously she was posting her message for like a year on Instagram with very few likes, very few interactions, you know, trying to launch, um, Oh gosh, different programs and events and having like a few of her close friends, you know, they're only ones that are paid to join or something. And it took a lot for her to refine that, but now she's a multimillionaire, you know, and it just, she had to, you have to have your own back, like straight up. You have to know your message, believe in it, fine tune it, and just unapologetically like throw it out to the world because eventually the people that are going to want that and need that will find you. You cannot expect it to happen overnight, but you have to be patient enough believing in your message enough and having your own back, knowing like this is worth it. And my people will eventually find me, but I promise you, they cannot find you unless you are out there doing something, making your voice heard, standing up, you know, whatnot. They, they can't find you unless you make yourself known and seen somewhere. Did you notice a, a, a um, relationship to you finding your voice and, and your confidence rising? Yes. Cause I, I loved Facebook before, before I joined this industry, before I knew how to use Facebook. I mean, I was, I joined when I was in college ministry, um, when you could only be a college student, um, to get on Facebook. (laughs) I never had my, my space. I thought about it, but I didn't have a computer. So I was like, I don't know how to use my space. And that was for sure before phones. Anyway, now that we know how old I am, um, Facebook, I loved, I mostly use it as a way to like commiserate as a mom, like, Oh, my kids did this today. Cause when I joined like real entrepreneurship and like testing the waters and that my kids were one, five and seven. So I had little kids and I was just talking about all the hard things about it. And, um, I quickly learned the skills of how to show up more confidently on there, uh, how to do it well with more of a purpose than just like whining about motherhood. Mm -hmm. There is such a growth, such a learning curve in that, but I, it definitely didn't come right away, um, but I loved what I was talking about so much that I just didn't even care. I became unapologetic and um, yep. how I showed up, you know, and it was so messy. I look back on some of my earlier videos and of course now, you know, future me is like, whoa, girl, but at the Cringe. time, like, I didn't care and so, neither did the hundreds of people that joined me at the time, you right. know, you just show up yeah. as yourself and they're going to love you. Yeah no matter what, because they're already your people. They already follow you because they like you. Yeah. So good. Yes. I I saw a video I did eight years ago. Uh, I, eight years ago, I did like 60 days of video Facebook lives because I just was ready to break in to do that. I'm like, let me do that. And so every day Facebook live and yeah, 
B plus, B minus, maybe a D, D plus. I don't, it was like, now I look back and I'm like, Ugh. but I shared it with somebody, right. Who's in, who's a partner with me in a, in a community and, and um, she's trying to find her voice right now. And I'm like, look, and then I showed her one from four years ago. So here's what it looked like eight years ago. And then here's what it looked like four years ago. And you can see just night and day difference in terms of confidence and how I was holding space for a conversation that mattered to me. Yes. But eight years ago, it was like hard to watch. Yes. I will also add, um, I probably wouldn't have kept going if I didn't have a solid community of cheerleaders in my life. Mm. People that, I mean, even like Val here, you know, for instance, like that are just like, (laughs) I love watching you. I love this. Like keep showing up. I'm here for it because you don't hear that all the time. Even though a lot of people might think that not everyone's in your inbox telling you, thanks for showing up today. I really like it again, why you have to have your own back and really believe in yourself. Right. But it does help to have those people that are in it with you, that are doing, you know, the messy work with you. And that can give you feedback and or cheer you on, you know, like that was awesome. Good job. Like I'm, I know someone, you know, that's going to join me today. Isn't going to do as good a job as me, but I'm seven and a half years ahead of them. You know, I don't expect them to show up seven and a half years version of themselves. I expect them to show up day one of themselves. So what does day one version of them need today from me? How can I show up in their life, you know, as their biggest cheerleader, because I know that's what I needed and still need, we all need those in our life. So never lose those, which is again, why I love this group and why it's so essential to have groups of entrepreneurs like this, where we like understand what it takes to show up every day and be consistent, even though it's hard and it might be a D D minus work and it might be an A plus work, but at the end of the day, like we know really the work was showing up and in spite right. of right. whatever you might be feeling. That's right. Yeah, that's right. There's a, a, a question I like to ask. I, I asked it last month in the purpose and profits event, um, which by the way, those of you listening, our next one's February 8th. Uh, the, the question, I'm curious how you would answer it. It was the, it's a prompt and it's goes uh, when blank happens, the world will change when blank happens the world will change. So like when, from what life has taught you um, and what you think would really change the world, what, how would you fill that in? Oh, no pressure. (laughs) Right. On the spot. You know, I, I have a lot of answers. I know, right? Yeah. I, have, yeah. I think I have two. And this is maybe kind of what my mantra has been a little bit. I'm like, I need to put this on a shirt hmm. that all I need, because I'm a faith girl. So all I need is Jesus and regulated nervous system. <laughs> because <laughs> nice. I feel like for me, my faith has really been essential to me um, in my own clarity and purpose and peace, as well as really having tangible scientific tools to regulate the science of my body. You know, I can regulate the spirit of my body, but I need to regulate the science in my body and my nervous system mm-hmm. uh, because that that root healing piece, I will forever preach that. I was more of a gut health girl and now I'm understanding even underneath that is your nervous system mm-hmm. um, because I was doing all the things for my gut, but my nervous system was still on fire. And so things were not always lining up. And now I understand how important it is for us to find that calm in our body so I can sleep, so that I can think straight, so that I'm not in mom rage and losing control um, of my temper or emotions um, or sanity, you know, whatever it might be. Um, because if if more moms, if more people yeah. really are yeah. regulated and out of that fight or flight, like I said earlier, like we are really, 
we make the world a better place. Yep. No, I hear that. I also hear Carrie Underwood in my head, you know, Jesus regulate my nervous system. (laughs) Instead of Jesus take the wheel. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Wasn't that Carrie Underwood who said Jesus take the wheel? Wasn't that her? I think. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I joke, I joke with that song all the time with my kids too. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So good. Oh man. I love this. Well, this is a great conversation. We could keep having this conversation for hours. I'm sure. Um, I think for the sake of those listening, if they wanted to reach out to you and learn more about um, how to regulate their nervous system um, Mm -hmm. or what, what it is you, you do, how do people connect with you? Yeah, I mostly am just on social media right now. My website is not done yet. So you can find me on Instagram at Kelly Higg here, two G's, K-E-L-L-Y-H-I-G-G-H-E-R-E. And then Facebook, Kelly Higginbotham. TikTok is also Kelly Higg here. I'm trying to grow my TikTok. So if y'all are on TikTok, Uh I could use a thousand followers so I can start going live over there. I'm just going to shameless plug. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I love that. I love that. Thank you. I loved having you on today, Val. Thanks for connecting us with Kelly. Those of you listening, um, yeah, absolutely. Like this is, I think what we're up to with the Spokane, um, you know, the the Groundswell Collective in Spokane here is finding those that want to be imperfect together as we walk our business home, you know, like if we can find uh, the, the social impact our business is here for, you know, not just the transaction, let's find everybody else in Spokane who's up to that kind of game. Because if we can come together, on a monthly or weekly basis, then, then it's part of it's that reflecting back to you what you know to be true, but sometimes doubt or get frustrated by. Um, so this is my invitation for you, those of you listening, you know, to begin to lean into the community. It's not, there's a lot of us that, um, especially when we're trying to find our feet, there's a lot of us that sort of lean into content, hoping to find an answer. And what I can tell you 20 years into business is that, um, yeah, content's good. It's helpful, but it's the people you surround yourself with that, that keep you in the game and keep you encouraged. So, you know, lean into this community because this is what we're here to do. This is what we're doing in the Groundswell Collective. So I appreciate you being here for that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just realized I just didn't see many people hosting that conversation or that space, right? It was a lot of student teacher spaces. Uh, Let yes. me teach you something. And it wasn't a lot of let's hold space for one another to walk our work home. And that's what we're doing here. We're walking each other home in important work. So you can learn more about the Groundswell Collective by going to groundswellcollectivespokane.com and um, click on the appropriate link. So Kelly, thanks again. Val, thank you for being here. And uh, we'll, you. See you. we'll see you all around Spokane. All right. Thank you.